Sobriety Zeros on Heroes. My name is Will Watkins. Usually with me is Mike Mercadow, but today we have the amazing... Sarah Katie! Oh! That's right, everybody. We have a lady. Ooh. Ooh. Have you guys ever seen one of those before in this room? I think it might be a new one. Uh, how you doing, Sarah? You doing good? Yeah, it's great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, it's gonna be, uh, Sarah's a very funny comedian. She travels all over, does this, you know, the fucking bullshit deal we always say before we introduce somebody, right? Yeah. Uh, today we have uh, our theme, uh, Frontside Heroes is going to be reboots, remixes, redos, uh, reinventions, all right? I am the all-female reboot of Mike Brickadoll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's pretty good. See, that's what we want. We want funniness. Uh, do you have a favorite reboot? Uh, Movie, TV, something like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really liked uh, when they brought back Tomorrow People. Oh. Did you ever see Tomorrow People? Oh, on the CW? Yeah, it was on the CW, but originally it was on Nickelodeon when I was, like, little. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's Suzanne, did you know that? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne, uh, Suzanne is our fact checker. Um, uh, do you have, a, like, a favorite, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, like, uh, music or anything like that? Like, uh, uh, like a remix? Yeah, like, well, uh, I'm a big fan of Alien Ant Farms, uh, oh. Smooth Criminal. That's yeah. mine. Yes. I heard that Great. before the Michael Jackson version, so to me, that is the best version. <laughs> that music video is pretty crazy. It's that great, right? You can dance? That's cool. Where the double stare t-shirt. Yeah, he oh. does. Do you have a favorite uh, song? Yeah, remix? yeah, I mean, I, I was really obsessed with Girl Talk for a long time, and he, like, only does mashups, so it's, yeah. like, all remixes. Really. Yeah, all right. Yeah, my favorite uh, reboot, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, was 310 to Yuma. Did you guys ever see that one? Yeah! Remake? That was, uh, it was way better than the original one. That was, uh, it was action packed, it was intense, uh, I cried. Because the first one was like this weird, shitty, like, buddy cop comedy, and this one was like legit awesome. It was great. Who knew that such cool things could happen 10 after an hour? Yeah! <laughs> Aside from weather on the 10s. Uh, have you ever had to reinvent yourself? Uh, no, I've pretty much been this way since I was very little. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I appreciate that. Yeah. How about you? I, uh, oh, you? Definitely. I've seen all your like throwback oh, Thursday yeah. pictures. Every throwback Thursday picture is just like another kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some poor fat kid in a stage of horrific. I uh, I would say that uh, my biggest reinvention was when I moved to New York. I had done comedy in Florida for like 10 years. And then when I moved up here, I threw out all my stuff. I threw out all my material. Uh, I had hours of it that I had gone on the road with. And I realized all of it was horseshit. And a lot of puns, or no, a lot of it was like local references. Oh. And it was yeah, it was Laurent, uh, it was pandering to the crowd and uh, all this shit. And it was just cheap. And I knew I could do better. You know what it was? I came up here. Do you know comic Nick Vaderant? Yeah. I saw. I came up here the very first night in New York. I saw Nick Vaderant, and I was like, "Fucking bullshit! God damn it! <laughs> Go!" And so I threw it all out and started all over. Uh, so that's kind of stuff we want to hear from you guys. Uh, uh, favorite reboots, remixes, remakes, all that stuff. And uh, if you've ever had to reinvent yourself. All right, so let's say we get some, uh, we get our first uh, hero up on the stage, everybody. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage first hero, yes, Joseph Robert. Thank you so much. Yeah, Joseph, you uh, do you have a favorite remake or reboot? Um, God, I really like uh, 
Jimi Hendrix All Along the Watchtower. You know, that's yeah. probably the best, best reboot ever. Is that real? I didn't even know that. What? Yeah, it's um Bob Dylan. He's like, All Along the Watchtowers. Really, really. And then how was Jimi Hendrix's? <laughs> I'd make a really good guitar. If it wasn't a comedian, I'd probably be a guitar. You know, whatever. I feel like I only know that song from watching Vietnam movies. Oh, it's the best, best Vietnam song. Yeah. Like, just mash up like children being skinned alive, fucking napalm burning the forest. Just the worst things of that song. <laughs> Do you have a favorite movie that's ever made or TV show? I don't know. I wish they'd like remake shitty movies, you know, like flops. Like these things, they all started off with like a good screenplay that someone wrote. Yeah, yeah. And then they got shitty. Like let's remake Waterworld. Oh, hey. You know? Let's remake, um, I don't know. What's another terrible movie? Um, yeah, let's remake Ants. <laughs> That's what we need, an Ants reboot. It's just, it's just the original Ants, but they cut out Woody Allen. <laughs> it's all a dude reboot called Uncles. Uncles, hell yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I got it, I, I heard her. <laughs> no problem. Just, you know, guests doing host stuff, no big deal. Did you just tell a, a joke that was so bad you just forced yourself to become an alcoholic? <laughs> this is why oh, mama drinks. Have you ever had to reinvent yourself? Because you, uh, you've had a hell of a fucking life, dude. You yeah, ever... you're seeing me reinvent myself right now. I, uh, I'm actually a uh, gay woman, and um, a lot of people don't know that. Not anymore, sorry, Sarah. Did you know that, Sarah? <laughs> I mean, I thought maybe. <laughs> he wasn't at the meetings. <laughs> I, I, it's new. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't send. I don't know. I was homeless. Make a make a joke. Like, yeah. Address. I don't know. I don't go to the meetings, dude. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite thing about being homeless? Um, well, if we're being like, if we're being sincere, just like the fact that I started comedy and I was living my dreams, and if we're being funny, like. Um, I don't know, still that I was like, just being away from like, I don't know, just like getting to know homeless people on a like, I guess that's not really funny, but <laughs> just, on like a personal level, instead of being like, hey, don't look at this guy, he might kill me. Be like, well, we're sleeping together, I should get to know you. <laughs> Mike, what's up? I, I didn't mean to point at Mike when I did that. <laughs> I was just like... Philip! <laughs> there we go. Not a lot of homeless fills, I've found. A whole lot of mics. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to promote before you get out of here? Uh, I guess not. Um, fourth Thursday every month, my Twitter is bong rips the book. Um, also, I'm, I have some really big things coming up. So, oh, yeah? Yeah, if you want to get on the gravy train now, now's the time because real big stuff is happening very soon. So, look, is look this, out. Is this a legitimate you have big things coming up or a Facebook post? Hey, keep an eye out. I have big things coming up hey, so that nothing fucking happens. I um, contractually can't tell you. So, <laughs> we'll find out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Joseph Roberts, everybody. All right, now come to the stage. Please put your hands together. Oh, shit, that was him. Uh...
Podcast, by the way, the one Thank with, uh, you. you and Wendy. The... Yeah, the oldest profession. Yeah. Yeah, if we could talk about the whole time, that would be actually ideal. <laughs> My new favorite topic. Explain it to me. It's, uh, it's a great. great oh yeah. So the uh, the oldest profession is uh, Wendy Starling and I, who are both uh, professional mouthy horse. Um, <laughs> every week we tell a different story from a sex worker from history. So we talk about Ishtar. We talk. About, I mean, like we've done 14 episodes, and like we're just not going to run out of uh, bitches. Like. It's just like, it's called the oldest profession for a fucking reason. They're literally everywhere, and a lot of them were literate. It's, it's actually the more literate you were as a woman in most of human history, the more likely you were to sell pussy for money. That's like, yeah, that, that somebody should, some historians should graph that chart. But yeah, they were like really discouraging wives from learning to read, because I don't know if you know this, but the more information you have, um, the country you are to live with. Uh, wait, what? The more you like sex. Yeah, the more you like sex, the more you are willing to sell it. But as a wife, if you're like, no, 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 I read that fucking book too, and it says you have to do the dishes also, like that, that that creates tension. So it's like if you if you value childlike and malleability as like the highest metric of feminine awesome, right? Is like how manipulatable is she? Then like you don't want them to read. Uh, but whores have always been, uh, we think for ourselves. But like no one hears us when we talk, so you're good uh, <laughs> historically. <laughs> like hooker from history that could use a reboot uh i i think that we really glossed over maya angelou's history as a sex work yeah. uh, i think that we what? should Did you yeah. That? Uh, yeah 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 so so my my angelou's history and sex work is um is it's fascinating to me because like i decided to do sex work voluntarily when i was in high school i come from money i had no like I didn't have a drug addiction. I just was like curious and turned on by the idea. Maya Angelou uh, was working as a waitress at, as, and like raising a kid by herself. And then these two lesbians like pissed her off. So she ended up turning them out uh, and like running a brothel out of their home for a year. And then two years later, she fell in love with this asshole who then manipulated her into doing like a stint at a brothel like as his property. So she had two weird and different experiences in sex work that she writes about in her second biography. Like I'm not making this shit up. Like she she wrote this out. It's fascinating. Uh, but she hated it. She was really bad at being a hooker, but was like really good at being a madam and was like a badass poet. And she's not the first badass sex worker poet. Veronica Franco is a famous uh, one of the actually Veronica Franco is the first published female poet in the Western canon. Um, I should remember the name of the last episode we just did but it's Asian and I'm pretty racist so I can't <laughs> hold that shit in my head but uh, I want to say it's you Zetan uh, anyways our last episode it's coming out on Sunday uh, and she she was um, she's a famous uh, Chinese poet from the Yang dynasty who is still studied uh, and analyzed today in like in Chinese universities um, and she was like a real drunk mouthy whore that was executed for beating one of her maids to death and like none of her patrons would come to her defense because she'd gotten like real slutty and like a real angry drunk recently so like she'd like <laughs> run out all of her court 
social, like, political capital. So, like, when she beat her maid to death, no one was like, no, that's cool, she makes me come real hard. They were just, like, over it. And she was, yeah. Wow, that's just like Steve Bannon. Yeah, Yeah, they were real over. (laughs) Uh, Is there a movie or a a TV show that you you love? It's a remake? Oh, remakes? I was in the back... uh, pondering this question, my favorite remake is Aladdin. Ooh! Yes! Do you guys remember the first dog shit Aladdin? Yeah! Yeah, there was an animated Aladdin. There were probably a thousand Aladdins before this one, but the one that I was raised on before the the awesome one came out, the Disney version, um, the most fundamental difference was the difference in Jasmine attitude. Because the first Jasmine was just this, like, passive bitch that, like, laid perfectly on her back and was just, like, just trying to do whatever it was her dad wanted. And then... I mean, we know Jasmine as, like, the patron saint of Mally Bitches. Like, that's our, like, every, you know, like, like she's, like, if she's a Marilyn Monroe fan, she's also a Jasmine fan. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Just that woman that was like, I gotta run away from the palace and take a taste of the underworld. Like, that's, you know that woman. She's not the marrying kind, so. Uh, you have a monkey? Let's hang out. Yeah. Uh, you seem funny and poor? Bring it. <laughs> Joseph Roberts, you have hope. Uh, <laughs> do you have a do you have a movie that you wish got remade or rebooted? I don't remember enough names about things to be able to do this with any with anything other than just cold sweat anxiety. Like I don't I like I'm I'm curious to see if they could make a less racist Gone with the Wind. Oh. Like that's a hope and prayer that I have. Like maybe if they could just lean heavier into the slavery, you know what I mean, and make it like less a uh, picturesque. Like if they were just like if if they took all the but the banter between that Gone with the Wind is my favorite movie, and I feel guiltier and guiltier about it every day. But like she's a survivor. Yeah, she's a narcissistic, amoral cunt. But she makes it. And it anyway, I wish they'd make a a, le, a, a less racist version of that movie. Still slavery, but like what it was instead of the like jerk-off fantasy dog shit version of what it was in that movie. Which is what makes the film so racist, right? It's not that the main characters chill with the slavery. Like, I'm cool with, like, complex characters. It's that they paint slavery as, like, the better better alternative (laughs) to freedom. You know what I mean? It's like, the slaves were better off. It's any anyway, so uh, yeah, that's that would be like my, how Republicans talk about slavery in history. Like, did you guys see that? That's three males. No, this happened yesterday in Wisconsin. Um, a fourth grade teacher assigned. No, I'm sorry. A fourth grade school-wide curriculum oh. assigned the question: list three good things about slavery and right. three bad things what? about slavery. <laughs> They, they gave us great songs. Uh, yeah, jazz on a long enough timeline. <laughs> right? Gone with the wind. Uh, Caitlin, is there anything you'd like to promote? Yeah, it's still just the oldest profession. Tune in. We're on. We just got on Patreon like yes. yesterday, so I'm really excited about that. So if you love the podcast, uh, retweet the part where we get money. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Caitlin Bailey, everybody. Welcome around here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage your next... Oh, God damn it. Here we go. Elvis Duran, everybody. Elvis Duran! Yeah, yeah! 
Nice to see you, Sarah. How you doing? See you too. What's up, dude? What? All right, cool. Hold on. Can please help me out over there? I got you, pal. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, everybody. What's up? Peace, peace. What is uh? What's your favorite reboot of all time? <laughs> I like Judge Dredd. I think it was kind of cool. <laughs> Judge one. Dredd, the new one. Dredd. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, I like that one. So that was good. really cool. I still love the the the, the Salon one. You see that was the one funny. Judge, uh, the new Dread. I, I love Carl Urban as a as an actor. Yeah, the new He's Dread. Great. If you haven't seen it, check it out, man. That was pretty cool. I want Carl Urban to be like Batman. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. He was Caesar on Xena. Yeah, again, he was badass in in, in Dread. Right. That's fucking right. What? You ever, anybody watch Xena here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you Woo! would you want Xena to be remade? No, they were gonna they were gonna and then they they dropped it. Like were they gonna make a movie? Or were no, they gonna... they were gonna make a TV show, and she was gonna be like really gay, like actually gay. Like super gay. We're taking it away from Elvis this week. <laughs> missed it. I missed it. I know about Xena, but I didn't watch it. Whatever. Dread was good. I'm glad it was a uh, hundred percent less Rob Schneider. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was yeah, it was good, man. No, I like Judge Dread. That was was a good one. Do you uh, what's your uh, favorite remix or remake of song? Oh, well, you remember the uh, the Ace of Base one, the Don't Turn Around. Hey, I got a hang on my baby. Don't turn around. That one, the original track is for Tina Turner. That one's a better track. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's like my track right there. But by Tina Turner. <laughs> what do you feel about how there's so many remakes and reboots nowadays? Like, I don't know, man. I, like, I don't know. That's like what's all, that's what's needed in today because it's not as band or song and, and artistic value like the way it was with the bands and all that, you you know, like it's just samples and it's cool. You know, you could you could flip it as much as you can, but you know, you still gotta look back and go digging in the crates. Yeah. You know, you gotta go back, and I'm I, I'm always doing that, digging all like old school tracks, well, especially big, for the jukebox. If you guys don't know, he was a he's a b-boy break dancer. Yeah, yeah. So I got tracks, man. If you if you're a dude that wants to come and play, yo, can you put me on to a song? We'll trade. We'll trade. You tell me what's a dope song. Put me on. You know, I'm like, yo, you gotta listen to this song. This song is a fucking headbanger, man. You know, we'll trade. Yeah. And I'll be that's like, you gotta like, listen to this band and this track. That's like back in the day, like a... Uh, that's like old school sharing music loving shit, you know? Yeah. Like back in the day, the origins of like hip hop and rap and stuff was like, they took like disco songs and like rapped over it. So that's Yeah, those are still dope. I love like disco yeah. rap music. I still love disco rap music. Yeah, man. But uh, I would say another reboot would be... Uh, just another Santa Claus movie. Oh. No, you know the one with uh, um, Dudley Moore? Oh. Did you ever that see that one? one? That one's a little oh. classic one, the 1985 one with John Levitz. I'm a Tim Allen guy. Yeah, that one was kind of cool. They should reboot that one, but it was a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. is, is, would you want B-Boy Breakdancing to come back? Would you like them to... It is. It's kind of like, I think it is back. Like, you know, it has its, like, kind of, like, competitive gladiator shit going on, you know? Like, it's trying to reach there. It's trying to get there. And it's getting there. I think the, the the Olympics is gonna have, the Youth Olympics is about to have, I don't know, for the 2012, 2019, what, 12, 2020? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. a lot of years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when it's coming, I never know when it's coming. I only know when it's happening right there, and then, oh, it's gonna come back another four years of that. But by that time, two, three years, I forget. Bunch of replicas. And I had another four years, like, oh, this should come on later on. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's coming, it's blowing up, it's been blowing up. If you, you could know? reboot any movie, what would you reboot? Ah, oh, shit. I don't know. Like a Masters of the Universe? Yeah, that, that just deserves a reboot. And they said they're going to reboot that. They also said they would reboot uh, The Warriors and Sister Act and, oh, wow. and Big Trouble Little China. Sister? You know? 
There's a thing where like sometimes it's like you just got. I feel like you should leave some like. Sister. Yeah, I don't know. I think you should just show it to the youths the, the original shit, the old school shit. Just go, yeah, yeah. Watch this, shorty. Don't give a fuck about the whatever. You're gonna get put on. And just leave those classic ones still. Work on some new shit. Yeah. But I, mean, I know it's hard working on new shit. Sister, I mean, they can make a sequel to it. I wouldn't mind, but like Sister Act, Sister Act Two, or like a power. Yeah, those were already dope. Lord Hill, <laughs> Sister Act Two was amazing. Yeah, yeah, those were already dope. Makes me cry. Sister yeah, those were already makes me dope. Cry at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say the only moment that I tried reinventing myself at the time it was like rocking Jinko jeans. Does anybody remember <laughs> Jinko jeans? This is rocking Jinkos, man. I thought it was fucking cool. Being cool. You know, so that was my little reinventing moment. And a rat tail, rat tails. What? I had a rat tail. What? Yeah, I had a serious rat tail. I had a girlfriend what? that used to do my rat tail. Used to get the fresh fade with the nice little do up top and a rat. Damn. <laughs> she was fresh. She was just doing it. I'd come out the shower, it's all like like all like flimsy but wet, but kinda cool. Like when it's like not braided, you know what I'm saying? This shit is fucking dope, but it's gotta stay wet, like old school wrestler style, you know? You know, she's like you gotta wet that shit. You gotta spray that shit. The homegirl would be like, lag, 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 boom, mad tight. You know, mad tight. And I was ready to walk the streets. Mm. I'm hard, son. I'm hard. I'm hard. I'm hard in 98 with a rat tail. I'm hard in 2003 with a rat tail. Did you put a bead on the end of it? Huh? Did you ever have a bead on the end of it? No, I didn't. Okay. But I did, I did throw like a little dirty blonde look, too. Yeah. One time I threw a little dirty blonde. <laughs> She was pretty fresh. Yeah, I was trying to blow up styles. I was trying to be cooler than everybody. I don't know if you do this. Every time Elvis comes to the, the podcast, he always wears something amazing. Oh, this no. is a great Stop look it, right guys. now. It's very Stop nice. This. Thank you. Thank you. It's thank very you. Nice. I, mean, I got yo. If anybody wants to get down in the back, I got dice, bro. We can yeah. shoot, some, shoot, shoot some dice. Yeah, shoot some dice. No, it's good. You got the scarf. You look like you're about to call like, somebody young blood. Yeah. <laughs> Listen here, young blood. Uh, you don't know a damn thing. I would. I would buy you. Every drink you drink. Oh, uh, thanks. Oh, if, what a pal. What a pal. What a pal. What a pal. Put it there. Put it there. If you bring back the rat tail and jingo jingo. Oh, no. But uh, yo, I'm working on my mullet, though. I'm, yeah. work, I'm working on my mullet. It's coming off. You know, I'm just showing you, showing you. You can't see it. You can't see it, people. Radio. Elvis, got anything you want to promote? Anything upcoming? Ah, uh, just yeah, New York City. You guys, everybody that comes up here. Yeah. yeah that's it. That's hey. all I got. I don't know. I'm Tell working you, on it. I'm working on it. Tell Yolanda to come back next time. I'll miss her over here. Yeah, where are you? Where are you, Yolanda? <laughs> you don't even know where she is. <laughs> yeah, where are you? Where is that lady? Have you seen her? Hey. Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Elvis Duran, everybody! Thank you so much, guys. Awesome. Keep on rocking, man. I'm gonna have you read that one, Sarah. Oh, I'm so excited for you guys to see. Why did you give this one to me? Um, <laughs> I am so excited. And no, this is all part of the podcast, so wowie wowie. Everybody, welcome to the stage. John the Prototype. Yeah, I came up here just to see Mike Mercadal and the little bastard. <laughs> I wanted to see the star of the show. <laughs> this does say Watkins the more I look at it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it said Watleys. 
<laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Cool. <laughs> uh, John, do uh, you have a favorite uh, reboot? Yeah, I mean, um, okay, so I'm gonna get shit for this, but I liked, I actually liked the Tron reboot. I liked the first oh. one, it was slow, but the second one was yeah. kind of that, you know, Olivia Wilde. So. That's the one with uh, Garrett Hedlund? Yeah, is that so. it? Yeah, he's the uh, son of Flynn. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, the son of Flynn, so Flynn's trapped in the, uh, goes back to help this new civilization and this lost digital civilization. And then his son has to go in looking for him, and then he finds out that the corporation is essentially erasing the lost generation. So it was really kind of a, a say about the digital disconnect. You know, you've got consumerism taking over people's rights, that kind of thing. So it was a little bit too heavy. You know, there weren't a lot of people out there who were like, hey, let's talk about truth, and they just kind of... <laughs> Uh, didn't go to see it. So. Did you see it, Sarah? Yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> Is that a fair assumption? or? Well, assessment? yeah, no, I think yeah. that you really read a lot into it, and I think that that's absolutely what the movie is about now that you say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, the, the other thing that I thought about was um, the master of all reboots and remakes. I'm sorry, but I'm going to take it. Okay, none of you said it. But oh, boy. James Bond. Oh! oh yeah. Come on, every, every, like, five, six, seven years, every time there's, like, half a generation... They remake it, they reboot it back. That is like the king of reboots right there. Yes, there no. I mean, there was that theory for a while that uh, James Bond was just like the code name. Mm -hmm. And then whenever the old James Bond died, yeah. the new James Bond took over. Yeah. How come they all like martinis? <laughs> <laughs> it's a popular beverage. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? It was just like one like dude with like a, <laughs> with like a cardigan sweater. Like, uh, do you have any IPAs? <laughs> 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 Jim Bond? Yeah. Good old Jimmy Bond. Jimmy Bond? <laughs> uh, I'd like to uh, take it to Fair Trade. <laughs> Not uh, MGA. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Uh, do you think, because uh, like with uh, Casino Royale when it came out, that like reinvented it because it was no longer like gadgets and gizmos. Yeah. It was like parkour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, brute strength. And actually, uh, from what I heard is that he looks more like James Bond in the books yeah. than the James Bond from the film franchise because he like isn't supposed to be pretty. Mm -hmm. He's supposed to look oh. like he's had his face punched in a bunch of times. <laughs> you think Daniel Craig listens to this podcast? Oh. <laughs> What's he going to think about that? He is our only listener. <laughs> <laughs> it's like her, Toby Nelson's dad. <laughs> And Howard Cambrick from Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> Howard, shout out to you, buddy. <laughs> uh, do you like a... Uh because when they did uh, uh, the reboot, they actually brought over Judy Dench from the like the Pierce Brosnan era and brought him over, brought her over. But they just pretended like she's been there forever. Did yeah. you mind that? Or you, because I kind of had a little hard, like I don't know. Well, I, I love Judy Dench, so bring her everywhere. Yeah, she she was a great M. Yeah, she's a great I mean, M. She was, uh, it was. It was essentially she reminds me of the uh, was that oh uh, who, who played Rose in like the Golden Girls? Come on, you guys know. Uh, oh, thanks. But, but anyway, she said she was like. The, like what Betty White would be if she was she, she like you know Betty White has that favorite one like I don't know why they say that he's tough he has balls they should she, he's like he has a vagina those things can take a pounding mm -hmm. that, that was that was the, the M that Judy Dench played I mean yeah. she was the she was know, Britain's Betty White yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, that is I, the most British Betty White you can imagine too <laughs> right? <laughs> Stick up her I completely agree with you on both of you uh, so 
when they brought her over as the M and then they have a new James Bond. To me, that really was them kind of solidifying. I mean, because like they had the original guy, I can't remember his name, British guy. He was through, you know, Sean Connery to Pierce Brosnan to, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. but like when they brought her in, like, it, essentially it was just, it was again, they, to me, it was them telling us that the reboot, the remake is that James Bond meets, meets each of the generations. And um, it really is, they take an orphan and they train them up and it's the double O series. When one of them dies, they're replaced. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I like that theory that they're all the the same part, or they're all the, it's just code names, I think. Well, but the, that's, yeah, that. I mean, that's admitting that at some point the Sean Connery Bond died. And I like to imagine that he lived forever. You know what? Just living forever and then slapping own. women because they deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a weird thing where there was two Bond movies released in the same year with different production companies. One was uh, Roger Moore, one was uh, Sean Connery. What was it? <laughs> Uh, there was Never Say Never Again uh, which came out after James Lazenby to try to like erase that and then they had that um, yeah Roger Moore's first one was um it was, it was Live and Let Die, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so, it was right? Live and yeah. Let Die, which came out, and it was Paul McCartney came on in there, and they really did, they, like, completely changed it, and they tried to make it about, like, uh, international community instead of, like, the individual, which was yeah, John yeah. Connor, yeah. Uh, was there a favorite song they had that uh, was a uh, remake or uh, something like that? Okay, so, um, so not to bring it down, we're going to bring this up, but there's a guy named John Lee Hooker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Lee Hooker. Okay. If you've never heard of him, yes, you have. If you've heard an Elvis song, you heard him. If you heard the Blues Brothers, if you heard anything by anybody since John Lee Hooker came out, I mean, the guy did. He, he coined the, uh, the 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 blues riff that we all know. You know, ha 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 I mean, like, uh, uh, what's an um, ZZ Top? Z, ZZ talks top talks about this about how like they they made their sound from John Lee Hooker. So everybody keeps remaking, rebooting him, and um, it's a cool thing because he gave a great he gives us a treasure, but he died penalty penniless so uh, I'm actually not a big fan of reboot and remake and all that stuff but I mean John Lee Hooker if people hadn't rebooted or remade him you know we wouldn't have like a quarter of our culture I'm just gonna guess so yeah. Yeah. is there a time you've ever had to uh, reboot your own life uh, uh, yeah rebirth yeah, so I was born in a, a, a town called Stewart, Florida. Hell yeah! Which my Not mom... just me? I'm the only one? <laughs> so... They're brothers! They're brothers! Mark Memorial Hospital in the house, y'all! Yeah! Okay, okay, so, so we're, we're real, real, real quick here. So, like, um, I was born in Stewart, Florida, and so my mom saved the newspaper from the day that I was born. And oh. if you've never been to Stewart, Florida, on the newspaper it said, Stewart, Florida, now cel- celebrating their eighth paved road. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah. So bringing that to that, so like, um, uh, I, I, there was a time that Will and I were at a, uh, we were at a family reunion, like a photo shoot. Everybody's taking photos, and so Will and I are both we're in Florida boys, and we're in turtleneck sweaters, and it's just like this is uncomfortable. We've got makeup on our face, and we can't touch our hair because mom won't let us. Yeah, we look like German artists. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You guys had makeup on your face. And you know what? They, they, like so, like I. We had to be pretty for the camera. <laughs> I, I was a teenager and we had an Xbox. I didn't go to sleep till like five in the morning. Then went to school at seven, so I had these rings. So like we had that makeup on. We're both leaning on this, uh, just on a wooden railing, kind of looking at the lake, and everybody else is taking photos. And we haven't said anything for like two minutes. And Will says like, "You know that you were the prototype, right?" Because <laughs> I'm the old, I'm the older kid. And then I couldn't help, but I said, "Well, that makes you the insurance policy." So. <laughs> The remake. <laughs> the remake, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, John, 
Do you have anything you want to promote? Any uh, uh, websites, upcoming shows? Okay. Uh, well, the only thing is uh, support live comedy. You know, Creek Cave. You guys have a great uh, organization here. And then secondly, um, I do have something called performersresource.com. Essentially, uh, I'm a performer. I've been performing for 17 years now professionally and all that yeah. stuff, you know. So uh, long story really long, uh, performers resource is essentially like just stuff for performers, mainly for variety entertainers, balloon artists, magicians, and such like that. But it's got contracts and business card templates. And it's just some advice and videos. It's completely free. It's just to help support the society that supported me, you know, the, that, that performer society. So thanks. All right, good. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I, I uh, hate the family. I hate our. I knew, I knew your brother was a magician from the moment I looked at him. He dresses like an off-duty magician. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I thought that something would be kind of fun. Uh, I uh, wrote this bit. For last week, and then I wasn't able to make it. You know, there was bad, that bad weather. Bad weather, man. And uh, so I couldn't fly in from Atlanta, Georgia, where I fly in every week, <laughs> specifically for this show. As you know, I work at TBS. Very important. <laughs> Good. It's the first superstation. Yeah. Ever. Uh, in the history of TV. Uh, it's true. Look it up. It's the first uh, part of the Wikipedia page. <laughs> First superstation ever. Starting five after the hour. Yeah, exactly. We invented that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else is doing that. Uh, but anyway, I couldn't fly in. So graciously, uh, Mike and Will canceled the show. Uh, <laughs> this place was up and running, no problem. They just said, they were like, well, you can't make it. Fuck it. Fuck everybody in that room. <laughs> Let them chant all night. <laughs> uh, so if you don't mind, can I do the bit I was... Can I do a remake of the bit I was going to do? Uh, <laughs> uh, I did... Uh, it last. Do you remember last week's... Uh, was it Resolutions? Resolutions was supposed to be the theme. So if you guys want to help me count down uh, my top ten resolutions for 2018. Is that the year? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I kept getting it wrong. Every I'd be like, 2012, let's do it. Like, I don't well, remember. I'm still writing 2012 on all my checks. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it weird that your brain just, like, you hear someone born in 1990, like 1998 or something, and you're like, so what, they're like 12? You're like, wait, what year is it? Uh, anyway, do you guys want to hear my top 10 yes. resolutions? Yeah. All right, I need your help counting them down. So every time I point to you, you're going to count down from 10. You guys know how to count. You guys get it. But uh, we'll start at number 10. I want to scare a robot to death. I'm going to figure out how to scare a robot, and I'm going to do it till it dies. Just show it a cup of water. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Well, let's all be, we're gonna say number nine. Uh, just so we're all on the same page, you know? Number let's all get on the same page. I'm gonna get cops to stop shooting black people or start drowning white people. Just to balance it out. One, 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 one's gonna happen. Uh, I'll fight for it. I'm gonna finally get platinum status with my Marlboro Miles. 
I got the leather-bound suitcase last week, uh, shooting up in my Marlboro Miles. <laughs> Remember those? Number seven! <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I'm going to recycle less. Wasted a lot of time recycling last year. So you're recycling time. Yeah. I'm going to, well, I, I think that's why I haven't been smoking as much. I've been too busy recycling, so I'm going to cut out the recycling and start smoking more. Number six! Did you guys, uh, wait, did I lose count? No, you lost count. I lost count. Uh, I'm going to read one news article. Yeah. In 2018, before the year's over, I'm going to read at least one news article about net neutrality. What is that stuff about, huh? Let's find out together. Number five! This is a good one. I'm going to buy Disney. Right? Think about it. No, think about it. They're going around. They're buying everybody, right? They're buying Marvel. They're buying. They're going to buy DC. They're going to buy everything. Well, guess what? I'm going to turn around and buy them. Now I own everything they own. Checkmate. Okay. Too busy buying stuff. Didn't. Didn't. Never. Never thought in a million years, open micer Mike Guild was gonna buy the Disney Corporation. No, literally, no one will see it coming. Number four. I'm gonna do ten push-ups a day, ten pull-ups a day, and eat ten push pops a day. I'm gonna balance it out. Balance it out. I'm going to meet a real Jew. No, 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 no. You know what I mean. None of, none of these people. I'm talking about a real, honest-to-God Jew. I don't know that one. I feel like it's due. I'm due. I'm due. Number uh, two! I'll try to be quicker. That's not, that's not what number two is. I'm just no. letting Will know. <laughs> number two, I want to plagiarize more David Letterman bits. <laughs> In 2018. Number one. My number one New Year's resolution. I'm going to start celebrating Chinese New Year so I get a couple extra months to complete this list. Mike, do you got anything you want to promote for you, Andy? Oh, I also really want them to reboot The Fifth Element. I think yes. that would be a cool TV show if they did a reboot. And I also like uh, Westworld. I think that's a cool remake yeah, yeah. Great from the original. I want to get those in before someone stole them. <laughs> Okay. Give a round of applause for me. And that was your chance to get for Mike Steinberg. Mike is not here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for I think somebody else. Um, Alf Erlinson? Alf? He left. Oh, no, not Alf. Then, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Shane Gale. I'm, I'm, it, whatever. <laughs> Shane, uh, do you have a favorite uh, reboot? A favorite reboot, like a movie? Like a movie, TV show, something like that? Fuck no. <laughs> like originals, oh, reboot. What's, what's your favorite uh, uh, movie that has been remade that should have just stayed an original? Shit, I don't know. I know a lot of people are upset that uh, Ghostbusters got remade. I don't care about that. Or that, <laughs> that Star Wars uh, basically got rebooted. I mean, Star Wars needed it because the shit in the fucking early 2000s was garbage. All the it was dumpster juice. Yeah, that was trash. 
fucking what's his face the the kid who played Anakin? Hey, Lloyd. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was a horrible actor. Wrong. It is not good. Did you say wrong? <laughs> yeah, I said wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the only time that's ever been contested in human history. <laughs> I know, I like reboots. I like remixes. Yeah, what's your favorite song that's been remade? Um, Are you, do you like Ignition? That's that's like <laughs> that's, that's the bar that's the bar mitzvah song. I don't know. Like white people love ignition remix. Like it's fine, I guess. I don't know. I'm more of a bump and grind guy myself, personally. When I think about R. Kelly music, I like to get I like to really dive deep into the sexual prowess that he's singing about. Make everybody uncomfortable when I'm listening to R. Kelly. I don't want any kind of I don't want any kind of ambiguity when I'm listening to my R. Kelly. <laughs> um, what's happening? What remixes, reboots? I like uh, uh what's it called? Uh, Annie Up remix. I don't know if anybody knows that. What's that one? Was, this Annie Up is by MLP. It's a it's a it's a thievery anthem, and then there's a remix to it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Annie Up is you play that, and it's like a soundtrack to white people getting they, their shit stolen. <laughs> it's great. Oh, I love it. Well, then I don't like that. <laughs> I prefer that. Annie Up. I'm okay with it. Kidnap that fool. I love any song where a lyrics like kidnap that fool and it's like anthemic. Like they want everybody sing along now. Kidnap that fool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have a, a time in your life that you had to like remake your own life that you've had to like just do a complete 180? Uh, yeah, I started. I, how I started comedy was like a 180. Oh, yeah? How's that? Uh, so I was living with my girlfriend and then I found out she was fucking some nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Some old fucking spoken word poetry ass nigga that she thought was better than me because this nigga like pretended to listen. Turns out he was a, turns out he was, he was one of these fucking you know Cosby ass dudes you know, raping bitches and shit. Meanwhile, I've never I don't have a rape to my name and you know she she didn't know what she had on her hands. You know, I was like, so so me and my girl were living together and I didn't I needed a reason to get out the house. Cause I would come home from work every day and she was just there, like fucking on the phone with this nigga she, she was fucking by my back. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to the comedy club. And I said some shit to some dude and he was like, that's funny, is that one of your bits? Like, nigga, I don't do bits off stage. And then, uh, you know, I did it, open mic, and now here I am in a basement. And now you got several ricks to your name. I'm, ra I'm raping this stage for everything, nigga, God damn. <laughs> Is that <laughs> <laughs> the actual physical stage? Yeah. Well, that's fine. It was asking for it. Look at what it's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's wearing black, so... Uh, you know we don't care about black people. I saw the Golden Globes. <laughs> uh, yeah, see? You talking about Oprah City? What's that? Oh, you talking man. about Oprah City? <laughs> yeah, man, I, man, if I was... Man. If I get some money, Stedman got some problems, I'm a fuck Oprah. I'm a fuck Oprah. Consensually, right? I want her to be my lady. I'm not talking about rape. What's wrong with you? I'm saying... Oprah's gonna be my girl. I'm just saying you're gonna bump off Stedman bros before hoes, bro. And gay. I don't know that nigga. <laughs> now, Oprah's gonna be my girl. You gotta bump off Stedman and Gail? What the fuck, dude? I'm Oprah gonna be my girl. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm going to show my color purple. Look, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I'm light-skinned. This, this authentic slave rape. Dude. This shit is... 
<laughs> My dick's wider than yours. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, is there a movie that you would like to get remade? Um, I would. I would love to remake The Godfather, but um, <laughs> but have it be about just like a bunch of uh, Showtime dancer kids in in, in Brooklyn. <laughs> There's like, dan like dancing gangs. Y'all don't even, know. man. I don't have time. We don't go to Far Rockaway sometime. It's scary. It's a lot. It's a lot of it's a lot of gangs where they dance. It's like the fucking uh, what's it called, West Side Story. Yeah. I'm telling you, some money on the dancing and niggas get shot. Uh, Shane, do you have any upcoming shows? Anything you want to promote? Uh, no. Nice. <laughs> Shane Gale, everybody. Hell yeah, good job. Man. Thank you. What are we? What are we talking? Reboots. 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 Remixes. Remakes. Do you have a favorite uh, uh, movie or TV show that got remade or rebooted? I have two favorite reboots. Uh, it, which came out uh, this year, oh, great yeah. reboot. Didn't see it, but it seemed to make a lot of people happy. Um, <laughs> and uh, second favorite one would have to be uh, me. Yes. Yeah. 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 Fucking. I came out as trans two weeks ago. Yeah. Publicly, yeah, doing. Thank you, doing an all-female reboot of me. It's a lot. It is a lot of shit. And no one wants to see that. That didn't. That that never works out right. No one ever wants to see it. But I'm gonna change their minds. That, no, that was not a. Okay, shut up. All right. <laughs> You know what the weird thing is that I say all the time, it doesn't matter the gender of the person. I was like, hey, what's up, man? It doesn't matter like what's between their legs. I was like, hey, what's up, man? So when you said that, I was like, hey, congratulations, man. I'm like, oh, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. Ah, the other one. That, first off, that's like such a minor, like, mic, whatever a microaggression is. I know he didn't fucking mean it. <laughs> I don't even give a shit. I'm a comic. I'm, my skin is way too tough to be offended by that, but... Everyone's gonna fuck up. Like, I'm not going full-time yet, so I'm in this weird limbo state. I don't know what... I, so you can literally say anything. It does not matter at all to me, you know? How have the reactions been? I've, I've been predicting everyone's reaction. I've been batting a thousand. No one gives a shit. No one cares. Well, that's not true. I've gotten three different reactions. Women are excited. They're, they're happy when, I, when they find out I, I came out because they're just like, our ranks are swelling. We got one and she's six foot three. We, we have power now. <laughs> Guys are just fucking dumbfounded. They have no idea what to, to, to think of it. I tried to think of an analogy for it, but then I realized coming out as trans is the thing people draw analogies to. You know, like there's nothing else. Whatever weird situation. Uh, and then the third one was Eagle Wit. You know Eagle Wit? Yeah, he, he had a great reaction. He, he, adorable street urchin. Uh, love this kid. But he came, he came up to me and he just kind of gave me... Can you describe him as a Dickensian child? He kind of is in my eye. Uh, he's poor. But uh, no, he, uh, he came up... We were at a mic and he just kind of came up to me and he gave me a side hug and then he was just like you were my nigga but now you's my bitch and I'm like um, I'm gonna assume that's a compliment um, I'm like a decade older than you and I've got six inches on you I would kill you eagle I'm not you do not talk to me that way so I think he I think he meant well I think he meant well I'm also kind of uh, like now that you're trans are you allowed to say the n-word uh, I can only, I can't, no, 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 I, I am not allowed to say the N-word, I can't. 
only in context when I'm referring to my nigga Eagle Wit. That is it. <laughs> if I'm gonna be his bitch, then he is my nigga. I cannot say the N-word in any other context unless I am referring specifically to that nigga, nigga Eagle Wit. <laughs> I'm still getting used to it. It's all new to me, all right? Transitions. Hey, hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna fuck up just as much as you guys are gonna fuck me up. So it's fine. It's fine. Uh, what was the moment where you're like, oh yeah, I'm not this? When I connected the dots, uh, it was early October. Uh, after a week, I I did uh, the the main comedy festival, which is produced and hosted by two different trans people. So uh, the state, not like the main one. Yes, yes. Um, with that, it's up there. It's in one of the corners. I forget where. Uh, no, I did that, and it was it was just a great experience. It was I, I got to be around trans comics and then joke about their prosthetic dick like it was Trump or something. You know, it was just like not a big deal. And then after that, I came back to the city, and I was just off for a week and I was just like something is fucking percolating I don't know what but like I'm not on my game and then I uh, I just reached the point where it was okay to question it you know it, it was like alright like if I was trans it's alright I can explore this issue then I did the math I'm like oh shit I fucking am uh it's it, it was a lot, it was a lot to deal with like because believe it or not like I always thought I was just a weird guy nope I'm an incredibly fucking weird chick and that that is a lot to digest you know like I know I, shocker I never wanted to be trans it, like this is not like I'm doing this for spots on all the all female comic shows like no this is it's more core than that like yeah I thought you were just doing this to, so you could perform an open Michelle. No, I'm not that much of a hack. But like, you know, when I was a kid, I never ever thought I would grow up to be a chick with a dick. I was not expecting that, you know, like I wanted to be a paleontologist, but you know, life throws way, you curveball curveballs. You gotta hide some bones, you know? What's up? Either way you gotta hide some bones. No, I'm rocking it. I'm not does it does not make me any less of a woman. I learned that. All right. And it's what I think, I don't know, it makes, I, I feel special having it. Does that make sense? Like, I, it, it is kind of a selling point for me now when I go on Grindr. Uh, people are really into it. Yeah, you said that. You said that you get more DMs now? Is that what Oh, it? yeah. Like, my fuck stock has gone through the roof. <laughs> like, I might have gotten, like, three messages a week. 30 a day, non-exaggeration. I, I... I, I'm like I get so many messages from like creepy guys, creepy cis women hit on me now. That's a thing because apparently I'm fun for the whole family now. Uh, something for everyone. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that you're more desirable now? I, I best of both worlds. I have no idea. I'm not even going full. T I'm not even passing yet on the streets. So it's I don't know. Just I'm I'm I don't know. I don't know why I am a fetish. But I am an honest-to-God fetish walking this earth. So, you know, in-your-face Puerto Rican MILFs, I'm the, I'm the new hot commodity on the streets. Nice. Uh, Margo. Uh, uh, yes. Oh, like I said, you'd fuck up, you're going to fuck up my name again. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, is there anything I want to promote? Did you change your Twitter handle? Just the Twitter, but I'm like, I'm not like... 
really fuck. I, I fucking hate Twitter too. That was just like me test testing the water. So like the fuck my Twitter. Fuck. I don't even use Instagram. I'm not. I haven't changed it yet on Facebook. Yeah. I have a show in early March and I forgot what it is. I know I just wrote it down. That's it. That's all I got. But I keep getting booked on like random stuff as I go along. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right, Margot Reese, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Hell yeah! Great job. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're next to me. Oh, uh, here we go. Momo Puja, everybody. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll clap one more time for Momo Puja. Hello. What up? How goes it? Uh, are you, uh, are you transitioning to a white guy? Oh, man, no. <laughs> no. I don't think I could. Good. I don't think my credit score could like withstand the whiplash. You <laughs> went from black to white. Holy shit! Look like Sammy Sosa. You're like nigga, I show up with a monocle. You know I'm rich, nigga. Like my yeah. mom. Oh, shit. He's whiter than all my Irish uncles. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Sammy? Yeah. He's Dominican. No, wait. I don't even know. He's Cuban. No, he's he, Dominican, right? He's Dominican. Yeah, yeah. Sammy. No, oh, man. He's Samuel Sosa now. <laughs> Samuel, uh, Mr. Sosa. Do you have a Do you have a favorite rebooted movie or a TV show? I was uh, thinking more musically when you yeah. were thinking about that. Yeah. I like all of Weird Al Yankovic's parodies. Yeah. More like even beat it. I like eat it more than beat it. Oh. Controversy. More? More? Yeah, man. I think it's a, it's got the same hook, but it's about food instead of like an allusion <laughs> to masturbation or. A fight Michael Jackson would never win. Yeah, yeah did anybody believe Michael Jackson could have won that fight? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's a dance competition, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, ultimately, Beat It was uh, orange. Is he wearing orange the jacket? Red jacket? Red jacket? Yeah. Knife fight between yeah. some other people that he broke up. He was trying to break up a fight. Yeah, that nigga can't win no fights. Yeah. If you're trying to break up a fight with dancing, you're losing every fight. What's your thoughts on uh, uh, Amish in Paradise? See, that's that's a, like a tricky song because it's like, that's a great song, but like imagine how upset Coolio must have been to know that like I wrote this for my dead niggas and then you got this curly-haired Jewish dude just like, oh, I'm gonna fuck these niggas up. <laughs> Actually, I do prefer Amish Paradise to Gangsta. I don't know the words to Gangsta's Paradise, but I know every word to Amish Paradise to this day, man. Uh, As I wake Coolio? up in the morning and I harvest my grain. Uh, <laughs> Still angry about it? Is he? I believe. Do you think? Oh man. Well then, he was Kwanzaa bot on uh, Futurama, so he made fun of Kwanzaa. So if he really cares about black shit, I mean, he kind of <laughs> sold himself out there. If you're listening, Coolio. <laughs> Fuck him. He's probably working at Target right now. <laughs> he, uh, I give, uh, I give, uh, uh, I, I'm very proud of Coolio for keeping the dreads while he was going bald. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where he's just got, like, like three dreads. He looks like, like Homer Simpson. Uh, <laughs> now nah, he looked like the Cynthia doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, no. It's not so cool. He just lost the eye and the O. He probably owes it to taxes or some shit. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not really a fan. I, I am a fan of reboots that are getting made with black shit. You know, I love black shit. Uh, I like that they put... Uh, what's that show? Um, uh, 
girlfriends. That's like a black yeah. uh, Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, they never made a black version of Entourage, which was like the male Sex in the City. <laughs> I mean, I mean, kind of ballers. Yeah. Is ballers that show? I, I I never watched it, but that's The Rock. He's like, yeah, multi ethnic. Like, like, I mean, uh, yeah, because it's all football really players. Do. So it's like all the football players are black. All right, all right, all right. You have like David Kecker's, like, how many, I'm a dirty white guy. How many baby mamas have speaking roles on the show? There's, there's actually a bunch. A bunch? No, all right, that is pretty black. No, I'll give it that. Like, uh, what's his name, Omar? Is one of them going to get kicked? That's a Ray Caruth joke. I'm not going to go there. It's, uh, I mean, it's basically uh, just entourage in the sports finance world in Miami. Uh, and so it's like Rock. Jerry Maguire with a crew. Yes, exactly. It's Jerry Maguire with Cuba Gooding Jr. playing both roles. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Eddie Murphy. He's just playing both roles. He's in white face. Cuba's cool. Are you a fan of uh, when they uh, recast the uh, traditionally white roles of black actors? Like Fantastic Four was rebooted with uh, Michael B. Uh, Michael B. Jordan after the fact. Yeah, yeah. See, like I was thinking about that. Like while you were like, I was trying to black this shit the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> like if you notice that they can only start doing that now because black people, I think, have progressed in film logic to play these roles. Yeah. But like in the early '90s, niggas cannot play any white role. It just doesn't make any sense like meteor man is a black superhero but he could never just fill in for superman what about dracula you mean blackula or uh, a vampire in brooklyn yo man 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 for sure bro i i I confuse the two too i don't even know the difference they both suck that's my thing about like superhero movie where they like recast the dudes and, like it's like they're finally just making the Black Panther now. Like there are black superheroes. You just never made a movie about them. Static Shock. Static Shock. Yeah. Static Shock. What if, they, what if they made like an ultra black Static Shock, and they have like Childish Gambino play him? Yeah. Or. Yo, oh, no. Is there that, any other black actor? No. Get that kid from uh, Stranger Things. That guy's awesome. That kid on. Which one? About? The kid nah, from I don't watch the show. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker. Nah, he's too old now. Did you know, like, I they're just, remaking uh, Coming to America. They're making Coming no, to America too. They sure are. That's one of those. They TV made a nah. They made a McDowell's. They actually built a McDowell's out in Queens really to true? film. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, I don't know. Arsenio needs that money like real bad. Is it His a show or a that... sequel? Like a way later sequel? I guess. What's the difference between well, the re- one is called Coming to America and the other one is called Coming to America? Oh, oh shit! You know so much more about me. You in the loop? Damn. <laughs> Teach you the handshake. I missed last meeting. I was tired shit, yo. Uh, Momo, is there anything you want to promote for you today? Uh, come to the Grizzly Pair on Wednesdays and at 10 o'clock. Uh, some other shit, but fuck it. Nice. Momo Pooja, everybody. Yeah. great, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, come to stage right now. Put your hands together for John Paul Rivera. I uh, I also am a big fan of 310 to Yuma. I like that movie a lot. But um, 
the, the my favorite reboot remake. Uh, I don't I don't think it's aged that well, but when it came out, I really like it. it was Batman Begins. When it came out, I was like, oh, because Batman and Robin was like so fucking shitty and crazy that Batman Begins looked like so like grounded in reality next to it. Although now it's 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 nuts. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> but it has some cool shots of Liam Neeson like wearing arm things. So I yeah, like the, it. The wrist gauntlets. Yeah, with those. Hey, you know what they're called? Yeah, man. I Do you saw, have them on right now? I no, he doesn't have them on. I have them at home, but they're like made of a uh, knit. They're uh, <laughs> they're like yarn. They're great. That's not gonna. That's not gonna help you fight crime well. Uh, no, but the You're, you can't block a sword with those. I can block the frosty breeze of winter. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, if you're, if you're Yarn Batman, you can only take on Mr. Freeze. He's the only villain you're ready for. <laughs> Mr. Freeze and maybe Scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> there are some of us. Mr. Freeze, a doctor. One of those cool doctors who's like not a dick about it, you know? He's like, are you, should I call you Dr. Freeze? He's like, don't worry about it. You call him Mr. Smithers, fine. Um, Everybody chill. Yeah, man. Yeah, that deserves a reboot. <laughs> um... I'm a big fan of the Nightmare on Elm Street series, and that very famously got a reboot in 2009. I never saw the reboot. Did you like it? I didn't. I was really rooting for it. I really wanted it to be good because they cast Jackie Earl Haley, who's like a real good actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that's like weird about the reboot is that in the reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street, they just flat out come out and say like Freddy Krueger was a child molester. They like that's he molested children, which was always something they very artfully danced around. In like the old series, they were never come out and say it. They're always like, "Oh, Freddy Krueger was a child murderer, a murderer of children." As if to say he's like, you know, a dream demon, wears claws, but he's not a weirdo, you know. Uh, Freddy Krueger made John Walsh famous. <laughs> Man, that's a great, that's a great joke. Oh, it is good. It's uh, fucking killer. The listeners will love it. That was a great reference. Uh, remixes, you, I if like. You love America's Most Wanted. Who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't? Kidding me? John Walsh? Some people think that the guy John Walsh thinks killed his son isn't the real guy. I read that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because John... Well, it's very memento. Yeah! You think John Walsh is covered with tattoos? <laughs> that would make him hot as fuck, huh? <laughs> Um, also directed by Christopher Nolan. Oh, yeah. Two Nolan references in one set. Hell yeah. We'll talk about Interstellar and then we'll wrap it up. <laughs> I don't like that movie. It's so stupid oh. to me. Because the whole, it's like the whole thing is like, uh, fucking, what's the guy's, Matthew McConaughey really wants to get back to Earth. Yeah, but you know it's, that's why go. That's good. It's the suicide mission. You're never gonna make it back. So what just send send someone else who's like not you know willing to really nut up. <laughs> uh, John, is there a time that you've uh, had to reinvent your own life, reboot your own life? Um, re when I bleached my hair to be cool, that would probably be it. When I bleached my hair to look cool and to try to look like professional wrestler Steve Carino, who's not a very popular one, but was my favorite for a long time. Uh, <laughs> Uh, remix songs. The only one I really like, remember loving was the Men in Black theme uh, Will Smith made. And then he made uh, a much 
maligned follow-up. You guys remember the song from Men in Black 2? Nod your head! Nod your head! Like, it was supposed to be a big popular dance. No one gave a shit. Uh, and then it was so bad that they didn't even let Will Smith make a song for the third one. They gave it to Pitbull. Oh, that's right. Who made... I can't even remember. He made a song, though, for Men in Black 3. I was in South Florida at the time. It was all over radio. Still don't know the name. <laughs> it's just a Pitbull song for Men in Black 3. That's all I know it is. Yeah. Okay. If you had to reboot any uh, existing movie, any any movie that you think deserves a second chance, what would you reboot? Uh, I would re- I'll reboot Spider-Man again. Let's do. Let's take it around one more time. You know, wow. all Filipino cast this time though. <laughs> That'll be fun. Just it's all in Tagalog. Yeah, we'll do all Filipino cast. No, we want to give some actors some opportunities, and we also want to give some people on the internet some fuel for the fire. You know, get them all riled up about Filipino. <laughs> Filipino Spider-Man. We all know that Spider-Man is a nurse in a hospital. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man is played by Manny Pacquiao. He is a 55-year-old teenager who hates the gays. John Paul Rivera, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, you can follow me on all social media at John Pal Rivera. So thanks a lot. Thanks so much, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it was a pleasure. should reboot Spider-Man like like half and half time, like a fractal almost, where it's like just sooner and sooner and sooner we get reboots. <laughs> just like halfway through the next movie they reboot There's it. There's a new one, yeah. Like, oh, Andrew Garfield's doing such a great job. Oh, there's Tom Holland. Oh, who's that? Oh, yeah, that's a little kid from Stranger Things? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sarah Kennedy's Spider-Man now. Hey! And then just one at a time, everybody in the theater gets to play Spider-Man. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's what Andy Warhol meant, was yeah. that in the future, everyone and we'll have 15 minutes of Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Adam the Susanna. Yeah. Here he comes. We're in the Jake the Snake shirt. The resurrection of Jake the Snake. Woo. Ever since I was on Netflix where he learns yoga. Kind of a reboot. He, reboot, he, reboot, he re- rebooted himself. Yeah. Indeed he did, I suppose. People have certain careers. Mick Foley uh, quit doing uh, wrestling. Now he's a storyteller. Ch- children's book author. Yeah. yeah. Author, yeah he's written. He's, he's a big fan of Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just, yeah. Something to do. He, he went on full Santa cosplay for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to be like a, a mall Santa. He likes his, yeah. Shalom. I don't know. I used to do, uh, I used to take, uh, when I was in Florida, I used to take the comics who would come to the improv. I would take them to morning radio, like super early in the morning, and sometimes in between uh, radio spots, we'd uh, go get breakfast. And we went to Cracker Barrel, me and Mick Foley. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. And uh, he asked uh, the waitress at Cracker Barrel for real maple syrup because they only had the, like, the, the sugary kind. And she was like, yeah, I'll bring you some. So she brought like four uh, little tiny maple syrup bottles, and he took them all in his hand and he put them in his pocket. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Show like, you go, McFoley. Uh, how are you going to have some say? I don't know. Uh, Adam, is there, a, like, a movie that you uh, that you love that's been remade, a reboot? Uh, like the new Spider-Man? I, 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 I gave up with Sp- after Spider-Man 2. I haven't seen another one since. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, yeah, I just, I've, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I like the 21 Jump Street reboot. That was oh, fun. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It was good. 
I like it was great because it was a it was a spoof on Reaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it kind of was very it was very self aware and, and uh, self absorbed, so I could relate. <laughs> I like the like the Twenty One Jump Street the movie was a spoof on reboots. Twenty Two yeah. Jump Street was a spoof on sequels. Yes. And I don't know if you knew they were making a. Am I the the Men in Black mashup? Yeah. That was in the that was in the Sony hack. Yeah, that was yeah, the, that was and the, they're making it. It's a, it's a mashup. Uh, it's a, uh, the spoofing uh, shared universe. Yeah, it's going to be Twenty One Jump Street with Men in Black. Wow. Oh God. Oh, I'm, I'm for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> Adam, can I ask you? This is a very specific question to you and your interests. Um, how you, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, how did you feel about Double Dare Two Thousand? Oh, that's a great question. All right. <laughs> Here's the thing about that. About that, that's a great because I was gonna bring it up actually when I say I want to re- reboot it again. But it, here's the thing: it was it was the pacing because they had that fucking triple dare challenge box, which only allowed you to ask like two questions in the second round. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think Jason Harris. I mean, he was he's a voice actor actually in in New York. I think uh, he has uh, retweeted me once. Uh, the host of Double Dare 2000, uh, and I think the announcer was Tiffany, and she's a, some some variation of an Instagram model, I believe. Oh, uh, something like that. Anyway, but. Uh, yeah, so there was, the pacing of of the second round was off, and it just made it. It was just dull. And uh, I think Jason Harris kind of uh, he was hosting for kid. He, there wasn't enough wink, wink, nudge, nudge like Mark Summers would do, where you watch now. Like, oh, I was talking to. Him. He was doing an impression of Elvis. Why the fuck would kids know? I don't know, but it was good. It was fine. I like everything. If it was if it was double dare, it was better than anything else. Anyway, that was a great question. I appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> I'm I'm flattered. I would love. I would just. Would, I could talk about Double Dare 2000 forever. Where was they, it filmed? Orlando. Did they film it in Orlando. They they kept filming Nickelodeon stuff. The last the last thing they filmed in Orlando was uh, Splat, which yeah. was when they tried to reboot Slime Time Live, mm-hmm. which no one. It was the summer of 2004, and I believe that was the last thing that Nickelodeon filmed at Nickelodeon Studios before it became Blue Man Group slash TNA Wrestling. Yeah. You do not even know how obsessed I am with this exact timeline, uh, so I'm so excited yeah. that you're talking about it. I'm so so excited that you're talking about uh, it right now. Fucking blue my girl, man. I, I, I was gonna, I'm gonna reboot the old. I'm gonna reboot Caitlyn Bailey's podcast. I think <laughs> just, instead of like famous, but just guys who paid for horse. <laughs> yeah, not me. Totally, it's the illegal. oldest professionals. Yeah, <laughs> the oldest Young. customers. Yeah, I, that, that made me think of Jean Renault going to a hooker. Like, I am going to a hooker. Oh, Natalie put me. <laughs> Is that how he thought of it? He's, he's French. He's a good man. He was in he was in Hotel Rwanda, and I started laughing. Like, I love that guy. I'm like, this is hotel. I know. I uh, I actually live next to G Renault. <laughs> like he's like a like he's like the building next to me, and I see him all the time with his kids. Wow. And he's always taking him to karate class. <laughs> We're going to karate. We're going to be professionals. <laughs> I was in Godzilla with Hank Azaria. He does lots of, he does he does good voices like the opposite of this. <laughs> I should take a muzzy class. I can't believe I talked about Hotel Rwanda like that on a podcast. I clearly, I have no soul. What movie would you like to get remade? Did I already um, ask that? No. I, would, I want to remake Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. Because remember the, the scene where uh, he, he's in the toilet and then the snake like bites his Jumps dick? Up. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. In that scene, he should have peed in the snake's mouth. <laughs> That's all. So you don't want to remake the entire movie? No, I'll make the whole movie anyway. But, I mean, it's also Keenan Thompson's, like... Matt, like the best thing he's ever done 
on film. <laughs> I don't know if he's done a lot on film, but that was. He I think that's too pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Good Burger actually was. Good, was, Burger. was Good Burger should have won the Oscar, I think. Yeah, Fred Albert. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a reboot too. Yeah. Uh, I would. Uh, I would. I should. Uh, I should reboot myself. I think. Yeah. Uh, you know. Have you ever? Have you ever changed? Have you ever uh, reinvented your life? Not enough. <laughs> not close, but not enough. You got that sick rompum. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was good. yeah, that was a good day. You know what happened to that? Here's a true story. So, so don't uh, if you shop at VIM, this is what happens to you. I bought a pair of red shorts from VIM and put it in the same wash as the rompum, and now it's a red, white, and pink. Um, sorry, red, blue, and pink rom- uh, American flag. Wow. So, uh, commie bastards. Uh, I'm gonna remake Double Dare. I'm just gonna do it. Uh, I'm gonna remake Double Dare again. Just whatever. Just rename it something. Call it Double Double Dare. Fucking do it. In, we're gonna do it in my apartment. Uh, yeah, whatever. A triple dare, quadruple you do a dare. Shared universe and do Double Daria. <laughs> this is my stop. Gotta yeah. find the flag. Or, or you could also do Double Drug Assist, like d- Drug Abuse Resistance. There's a pin. There's a pin. Like there's a an enamel pin which has the double and then the D A R E. Ooh, uh, nice. Then uh, what about a double uh, double dr- double dragon dare? You should do a uh, double dog dare, but instead of human contestants, it's just dogs. That was that's my. We can bring back Will Schreiner. Yeah. What we talking about? See, you have to fucking listen to the to the to the uh, unsung heroes universe. You have to fucking pay attention. God damn it! Don't fuck. Yeah, I know. God, uh, this animal universe just. Wow, you could get lost in there and really want to come back. Um, God, I am. Uh, I, uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I just I'm gonna remake everything. And I went, I went to a girl talk, uh, my, I don't know if I'm over it, but I've seen girl talk, I think, five times. And uh, one time, this is a, when Williamsburg was like mid-gentrification, and he played a free show at the Williamsburg Waterfront, and he, was, and the, he does a thing where he plays the piano from Tiny Dancer and then uh, Biggie's Rap from Juicy, and that's playing, and all of a sudden that happens, it starts the fucking sun shower. Um, and I'm like, this is the best moment of my life. Oh. Uh, and everything else after that is... It's hard. It was hard. I peaked in 2009, <laughs> and then at home I I, uh, I I saw I watched uh, the main event of TLC 2009 where CM Punk beat Jeff Hardy. That was a good day. And then I watched. This is the only time in history actually. That day was uh, when someone was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and they got the million dollar question wrong. Oh. Oh look, my God. Look it up on YouTube. It is. Don't actually because I, like a trigger warning. It's That's really brutal. Up. It is so. It is as bad as you think it would be. It is so uncomfortable, and they play and they they made a different song just in case someone got the million dollar question wrong. Oh! How does it go? What's the song? Like, it's just, it's just bah, 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 bah. it just sound. It's what you. It's it's not. That's, yeah. The first guy who won the million dollars. John Carpenter. Yeah, he, like they even going he, into the question. They he were called like, his dad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. And he was like, yeah. I'm gonna do this, and then yeah. hung up. But like the entire time, they were just like, it's gonna happen. Oh my god. Well, they filmed happen. it earlier in the day, and then they like because they wanted people because it was a Friday, and it was the so they said, yeah, someone's gonna win tonight. Because the first because remember they only aired it for like two weeks. Uh-huh. So they like in August, and everyone figured, oh, someone's gonna win in the last one. And then no one won. Then they, in the November run, they won, and then they started airing it 15 times a week, and then. <laughs> Uh, then the XFL, I don't remember. Uh, how, how much, I feel like I've been, like, I've, I've really, I've been up, like, I've, I've done my half hour. No, you're no, singing you're like, my song. Uh, do, do you have any, uh, anything you want to promote? So, uh, I, I, I gave a name to this mic I do on Saturday you for the creep. Did? Yeah. Uh, we're going to call it Bonus Round. Yeah! Yes. 
If it's ever on the website, I don't. It probably won't be. It's probably going to be let's be because I've asked two people to let me be the admin on the let's be friends group, and they don't know. Oh. I'm, I'm going to have to make an announcement on the let's be friends group. Will the ad, will the person who can make me an admin please stand up? Because I I need to change the name because putting the word friends is. I'm I'm uh, no I, I could be a social person. No, Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm a goddamn social animal. Come here, four o'clock on uh, Saturdays. Adam Suzanne, everybody. R.I.P. J.T. York. Free Donnie Jeffco. <laughs> <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, come on stage. What's your hands together for Alex Murray? Yeah. Yeah. Woo. There you go. Hey. Alex, yeah, what up? Talking about reboots, buddy. Yeah, we are. I'm all about them. I love reboots. What's your favorite reboot? Um. Oh, Do you man. like the TV show reboots? Uh, you know what? I was going to say we should reboot Reboot. I really think we should take another shot at that one. Uh, all I remember is clunky CGI animation and like a, a goofy dog one and Megabyte. Morning. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, was one Saturday the, morning was What's Up. It was that the new Johnny Quest back to back. Oh, the new Johnny Quest. That was a great reboot. That's the great. new Johnny Quest was fucking awesome. I haven't thought about that in forever. Good job. Uh, uh, what, Cartoon uh, Network. What's your favorite reboot? Well, you know, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm a stage actor. That's like where I come from, and so like I don't. People get really bent out of shape about re reboots and redoing things, and I don't understand it because that's like the whole fucking point of plays. Yeah, you yeah. just do them over and over and over and over again. Like, let's just take another look at Hamlet. Let's let's watch them again. Um, which is, you know, the closest we get now is Spider-Man and Batman. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it. Because there's only like eight or nine stories, right? It's all the same shit. Like, it's either you've got a weird power you don't know what to do with, or you hate your mom, or you hate your dad, or you want to fuck your mom, or you want to fuck your dad, and you want to fuck somebody with a weird power. You know, that's it. That's There's only like six or seven, or like you're lost, or, you know, you're in a new place, and nobody else rollerblades, and you got to figure out how to rollerblade and get the girl. There's only like six or seven stories. So, uh, it's all like Oedipus or Hatchet. Yeah, that's it. Oedipus or Hatchet. That's it. I'm lost in the woods. Oh, Hatchet. Harry Paulson. Because yeah, most uh, most movies, especially adventure or fantasy stories, follow the hero's journey. Yeah, it's the same shit. It's all monomyth stuff. And, uh, Harry Potter, uh, sure. Luke Skywalker, sure. Jesus Christ, they sure. all follow the same hero's Yeah, history. no doubt. Most of them are better than Jesus. Jesus is kind of a garbage monomyth. Well, uh, you're a Hufflepuff. So. Jesus a Hufflepuff. Yeah, Jesus a Hufflepuff. Jesus, Jesus was a Hufflepuff. That's that Chris Christopherson song that nobody remembers. Jesus was a Hufflepuff. Jesus was a Hufflepuff and never won no Quidditch. No one gave a fuck about him because he was kind of a whiny bitch. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, that's, that's like I, uh, I did, fuck it, like yeah, every, and, and the internet gets in a huff every time. It's like yeah, make Ghostbusters, make it again, make it again, make it again, fuck it. Do you feel like there's a like a time frame though that it's like wait twenty years? No. <laughs> that's the answer to that question. No, make them again. I. Uh, so who would you put in next year's three billboards outside of? Oh man. <laughs> Sure. Uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen it yet, which I'm really sad about. But I mean, oh, man. Kevin Bacon in it? Because I put Kevin Bacon in it. Yeah, sure. Let's have it. Kevin Bacon can be, he's basically Woody Harrelson, yeah, right? right? He can play Woody Harrelson. No, let's flip it. Let's gender reverse it. Let's have Kevin Bacon be Francis McDormand. And uh, the, uh, the uh, yeah, Angela Bassett can be the, the sheriff that's not doing the, her job. 
I don't know if I'm making jokes or not because I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, word. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, again, like this, like how many versions of Hamlet are being done this year? So yeah, why not make them, make them over and over again? I think from a marketing standpoint, you're gonna need to wait every couple of years. Well, I mean, even if, uh, you wanna, if you wanna go with that angle, like Romeo and Juliet is a reboot of Tristan and Isolde, sure, or whatever it's called. Absolutely, Isolde. Isolde. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no doubt. That's what I'm saying. There's only like five or six. No, Shakespeare didn't make any of that shit up. Hamlet's a reboot. He yeah. stole that shit uh, and made it better and, and rewrote it. That's another thing. Like, take those. Take these big things. Rewrite them. Fuck it. Um, doesn't have to be the same words. Can be cool. But anyway. I um, think uh, it's weird, though, because like, uh, sometimes reboots and remakes remake things that already exist. Like, for instance, Fast and the Furious was just a remake of Point Break. Yeah. And then the remake of Point Break was... I, yeah, I didn't see it either, but the general consensus was that it was a piece of shit. Oh, the real, the real reboot? The reboot, the actual reboot oh, of Point Break, where, like, Bodhi was, a, like, an uh, adrenaline junkie. Oh, yeah. that's the thing. It was like, they, like, why'd they remake? It, it was already remade. Yeah, but I'll, why, why not, man? Take a shot. They took a shot, and it sucked, man. I've seen a lot of shitty productions of Hamlet. <laughs> fucking not good. But I'll keep watching them because I want to watch that asshole try to, like, figure out how to kill his uncle. He's got to do it. It's fucking figuring out how to kill your uncle was hard as shit and I want to watch other people think about it. I didn't know that Fast and the Furious was a ham- was a Point Break remake. I didn't either. It wasn't sexically but, but like it's all the same shit. Like, they're only six stories is what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Like if you're going to remake Point Break. I'm going to need some more president masks. <laughs> that's it. That's that's that story. You're you go undercover. You cover up Vin Diesel's face? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. All right, I'll leave. You go undercover and you get too deep. Like that's yeah. a story. That's it. You know, that's you like start off doing out. one thing. Yep. Donnie Brasco, pick it. Any mob movie, any you go undercover and, and you get too deep. Is there a fucking yes, absolutely. Twelfth night is the Shakespeare. That's Goes undercover and gets too deep. Mm-hmm. And you you care. Mm-hmm. My favorite uh, Shakespeare reboot was uh, at the Palm Beach Community College theater program. Nice, I awesome. Saw when go I was like on. ten years old, they did Macbeth, but everybody had lightsabers and it took place yes. in the future. <laughs> That's awesome. I was part of a, a, a Macbeth reboot oh. where we uh, we were like Pictish. So everybody, we it was the most <laughs> aggro. We did CrossFit training for uh, two hours oh. every day as a cast, and then uh, we like were covered in like blue woad stuff, and it was just basically all fighting. We put a giant sword fight everywhere we could. It was pretty fun. I was in a Midsummer reboot that was all Brazilian. Oh, <laughs> sure. So this was Brazilian. <laughs> exactly. I, like I was. I tell you what. For for that, we, we talk about transforming. Like, act, if you're an actor again, like you, you got a Brazilian. Sort of weirdly, I did. Well, <laughs> well, uh, dear listeners, you cannot see me, but I am a five foot eight white fellow with a big giant, great big bushy beard, and uh, in. In my senior year of high school, I played the King of Siam in The King and I. Oh, it was bad, man. It was not good. Uh, I uh, I did I did lose a bunch of weight. I went nuts losing weight, but I for sure nared my whole body, which was a weird evening with my mom in a bathroom. Uh, That's how she was getting to know you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You, you deserve way more credit for that, but oh, damn. I, used to, I also hate that fucking song. 
I used to go lock, lock myself in my dressing room like a diva while that was playing. But okay, I, uh, I, uh, and et cetera, et cetera. And then I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, in order to, in order to tan me up, we just they did a lot of self tanner. So I was super duper orange, uh, super duper orange, King of Siam with black hair, white guy. And I, there's a tumbler, there's a wonderful tumbler of uh, King and I yellow face, and I, I proudly submitted a picture of myself to it. It's, you can get on there and just laugh at white. You know what the hell in rural Georgia we didn't have there was we had we had three Chinese girls and they were all in it. Um, we didn't have a Chinese dude, so we we just yellow faced me right up. Oddly enough, they played the white women. They, they did not. <laughs> but, uh, is there anything on the promo for you? Yes, streaming now on Amazon Prime. Please, everyone, watch Millenniums. It is a television show in which I am the lead. Yeah. It is about three straight white, well, two straight white dudes and one like, eh, uh, white dude, that's me, uh, navigating dating apps and fuckery and it's called Millenniums because uh, the shitty asshole at the coffee shop where we hang out is like, you fucking Millenniums always coming in here. Um, yeah, that's a great running gag. But uh, check it out. It's a lot of fun. I had a great time making it and uh, I'm, I'm really, really proud of it. Uh, we worked really, really hard. It turns out making television show takes a shitload of work. So uh, Millenniums, Millenniums TV on Instagram and uh, uh, just type Millenniums into Amazon Prime. It'll pop right up. Hell yeah! I was the king, king and I as well. Oh wow! Yeah. You were the king of king and I. I was the king. Yeah, I was. I, I had to have my life. I, I got into comedy a couple years ago, but uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I was a heavy. I was also Macbeth. So I was oh. a big. Uh, were you? It's bad luck. I was the strong roles. What's up? Is it, I, it, yeah, it in the theater. Back, but I'm like, you can't luck. say it upstairs. You yeah. can't have a black cat. Yeah. Either. What about uh, Weaver and Othello? Uh, no, I, I, I know an audition. I know, right? I should be in. An, uh, I know a monologue from Othello, but no. I was, uh, I was gonna go out for this, uh, for Othello in uh, Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah. But uh, there were no black people, there were only Jewish people there. That's and funny. I walked out of the audition because I was like, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. Ah, this a, it's a great place. The Schwarze, that guy? What are we doing? Yeah. I Iago's uh, characters. <laughs> it's, it's a great play. But, uh, yeah, I would, I if, if I could play Othello, man, I would jump all over that. But, I'm do not gonna. Have, somebody have to ask me. I ain't fucking. Do you have a favorite reboot movie? Um, I was thinking of uh of the song "Killing Me Softly." Oh, oh man! Yeah. The food you bring that. Yeah. Uh, I know this isn't a reboot, but I was. I'm excited about Incredibles too. Oh yeah, that's uh, I'm really excited about that. And uh, well, technically, The Incredibles is kind of a remake of Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen. oh, oh, really? It follows the same storyline and plot, oh. where it's like superheroes are outlawed. Mm. Then uh, the villain uh, creates a giant uh, enemy so that yeah. everybody has to come together. Yeah. But who Incredibles? The Incredibles. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> It's a good point. It's a great point. <laughs> I got so much gas right now. Oh. Have you ever been 
in a karaoke bar where a girl thinks she's about to sing the Fuji's mm-hmm. version of Killing Me Softly, but then um, she... It's then, a Roberta Flack version? Well, then like, she thinks it is, shit. and then she's like, I, I, I actually asked for the Fuji's version. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, just wait for a second, because there's that beat drop. Yeah, yeah. Bum, 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 yeah. Bum. Watch time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. I love that song. Um... I had a movie in my head. Oh, uh, I think they should reboot The Sandlot. Oh. Really? I remember, I vaguely remember The Sandlot, but I remember loving it so much, and I've seen it several times. And I just remember that dog chasing everybody, and then James L. Jones at the end, like, I ain't that bad anyway. Just, <laughs> I just seem scary, but I'm very warm. <laughs> It's uh-huh. weird because he did an impression of James Earl Jones, but it sounded like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I have a dog here. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Holy shit. Would it still be set in the 60s, or do you think the reboot would be. Uh, Wait, did you just say Andy Dufresne? <laughs> What'd you say? What? Did you say Andy Dufresne? Andy, is that what he says, James L. Jones? No, uh, Margaret Freeman. Oh. Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but yeah, would you reboot the Sandlot to take place in modern day? Or would you? Um, no. It, is that where it took place in the 60s? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's got to have that 60s feel, man. Is it, it, it has a certain feel like the sand. I just remember the sand. The sand so much lost. sand. Sand and the lot and the baseball and the kids just talking shit. It was great. Didn't Keanu Reeves do like a hardball? Hardball, right? Didn't he do it? It's like a that wasn't bad. Yeah, hardball wasn't bad. I remember that movie. You didn't like it? Oh, Bad News Bears wasn't bad either. It. But what about like um like remember the Titans was like a football sandlot with more adults. Yeah. Did they say the N word in that movie? The N word, <laughs> nigga. Did they say nigga in that movie? <laughs> did they? Yeah. I don't. I don't think they did. Okay. <laughs> Remember the Titans? Yeah. I think so. Really? Yeah. yeah like one of the mean ones. <laughs> one of the bad guys. Ah, uh, Disney let that slide. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess. Wait, Luke Cage isn't. That's not Disney yet. I heard all the Marvel is going to Disney. Or something. No, it is. Yeah, yeah. Luke Cage is Disney. Oh, it is Disney? Yeah, yeah. Well, ABCs, yeah. So, I don't know. Everything's Disney. Every The bodega <laughs> down the street is Disney. <laughs> Something crazy. Advice. They started selling Dole Whips and Mickey Mouse ice cream. <laughs> Get like a hero role looking like Mickey Mouse's head. <laughs> Fucking, it's crazy. Man, this chopped cheese in the shape of Donald Duck. <laughs> and it's $14. Yeah, right? <laughs> this room feels so like empty and naked. Yeah. There's just no chairs, nobody's in the middle. So what you're saying is we should reboot this room. We should reboot this room. <laughs> this room I think this room got rebooted, but it was just a shitty reboot. Yeah. And then somebody broke the benches. I feel like this is we're in like comedy limbo or something. It's just like this is our purgatory. It's like if uh, Moses came here and did a set. It's yeah. just like separated. <laughs> <laughs> I killed so hard they separated. Is that how Moses talked? <laughs> I killed so hard. He talked like Martin Luther King. <laughs> I had all that dream, all the children got killed. Yeah. He won't let me into the fucking promised land on some bullshit. <laughs> I hit the stone. My bad, God. Joshua's taking my place. Uh, Ernest, do you have anything to promote? Uh, promote Insta- uh, Instagram, Twitter? Um, sh- 
shit. I had a show last night, motherfuckers. <laughs> but, uh... Let me go hop for my time machine. <laughs> Get your time machines. Um, Let me hit 88 miles per hour and I'll yeah, be there. There you go. Um, I'm Ernest James Green on Facebook, Black Bauer on Instagram, and Black Bauer 23 on Twitter. Bauer spelled B-A-U-E-R, like Jack oh. Bauer on 24, because I'm a black Jack. No, I'm kidding. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that's that's it. Hopefully something Hell comes yeah, up. Ernest James Green, everybody! Yeah. Come to stage, put your hands together, wait for this guy on that, Tyler Richardson! Yeah. Hell yeah! With the camel skin coat? Well, we try to keep it camel when the weather gets right. <laughs> How are you both? I'm doing good. I like to hear that. Let's get into it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> remix, remix, remixes. What do you got? Uh, well, if we're talking about reboots, my favorite reboot of all time is my favorite horror movie, which is the latest Evil Dead. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's how I like my horror. Very in your face. Like, normally the camera would cut away if I'm, like, getting ready to bash someone's face in with a hammer. But the camera just stays on it. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh! I love that. That's my favorite scene from the original Evil Dead when, like, she's, like, reading the cards and then, like, um, right before she becomes, like, possessed. And she's like, ace of spades, queen of mine. She's, like, off. And then, like, she's, like, reading, reading, reading them. And then she stabs that person in the ankle with a pencil. <laughs> I didn't know you were a big Evil Dead fan. I love Evil Dead. I love, because I love um, Bruce Campbell and all that. But you're going to hate me for this. That's Even fun. though I, I did enjoy uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. I just saw it. Um, I don't like Sam Raimi's take on horror. Yeah, it's it's really wacky. Yeah. He's a wacky guy. A lot of people think it's funny. I didn't like Evil Dead 1, 2. Um, Army, of Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. I didn't like Drag Me to Hell, but I've seen it a lot. Because I, I feel like a lot of people like it, so maybe I just need to give it one more chance. And I felt that way like eight times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Remix? Remix? Do you have yeah. a favorite songs that have remade? Okay, so a remix that I really like is uh, Kanye West Power. The remix. Oh, oh, oh yeah. so a few people have heard that one. Yeah, yeah. they switched it up like. I've got the power. Yeah, people didn't even remember that time period. Wait, is that the now one not one man should have all that power? Is yeah, that yeah, and he, he starts off like that, Jay-Z. and he's got Jay Z come in on that oh, beat, it's and whole- yeah, and then more trash gets talked, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I got the power. Let's take the beat of false, <laughs> and he just goes bananas all yes. over. Yes, oh, that's a good song. Mm. Great, that's the Kanye that's that I miss. <laughs> What's your favorite Kanye song? Is it that one? No. My favorite Kanye song. I like might the one where he's be... in Paris. Oh. <laughs> I can't say the title, but that well, one. Well, I appreciate Paris? you not doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I'm hate to hear people, like, yeah. and I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like to see it dropped in front of me. It's no. not black. No. And I know a lot of Hispanic people feel like they can get away with it, and that's something. But, like. <laughs> Outside of that, I'm, I'm very, like, anti, and sometimes people just give it to me a whole lot, and it just wears on me. Because, like, 
Rarely ever will I like say something to somebody like, hey man, you're giving me a lot of them. But I feel like I wear that on my eyes. <laughs> Can I ask you, Tyler? Hmm? If you thought there was an artist out there that could sample or cover Kanye, who do you think it would be that would do a good job? Travis Scott. Oh, yeah. Hey, and I'm yeah. not a fan. Yeah. But, wait, who's Travis Scott? Travis Scott is like a younger dude. Kanye has basically been stealing his sound since Yeezus. And I don't like that. Like, I wish Kanye had never met him and he would just continue to be like my dark twisted fantasy. We change, but (laughs) the evolution of that, instead he's just totally latched on to this young dude who has the attention of a lot of people. And... You heard Jesus. It's great. (laughs) Sarah, do you like Jesus? I mean, it's fine, but also at the same time, you should also listen to Travis Scott and like understand like where the influences are coming from and why why Kanye pulls what he pulls from where he does. I'd like to start with she said it's fine. Yeah, there it is. It's fine. (laughs) Nothing fine is good. Wow, that's deep, bro. Yeah. I mean, you ask her how was the sex, she says it's fine. You're fucked. I don't necessarily think that's true. <laughs> How's the cancer progressing? It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> uh, is there a time in your uh, life where you personally had to reinvent yourself or uh, remake yourself? Oh, yeah, like, uh, before The Secret, The Law of Attraction, I was a totally different dude. I think I was a lot angrier and whatnot, and uh, afterward, I I didn't believe in that whole thing, because I'm not religious or following anything like that, but what they taught me was that I could focus on something happy, and anytime that something bothered me, just be there. And that came... Eventually, but once it got there, it was effortless, and I have been much happier ever since. The law of attraction just focuses on the positive type thing? Kind of, because it's like if you think you're going to be late to work, you're probably going to be late. Now, that's not the case in the opposite in every scenario, but I just tend to think that, like, if you don't focus on that bad shit, because most of the stuff that you're worried about, you can't change. If you don't focus on that, then maybe it will go the right way. Where your attention is, that's where your intention is. Right. It's like those people who look at the vision boards. And I don't believe in the vision board, but they visualize it every day on their way out the door. And then eventually a lot of them materialize. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Tyler, do you have any uh, upcoming shows? Anything you want to promote? Twitter, Instagram? Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're in Brooklyn, please, on the 15th, come to Our Wicked Lady. We're doing yeah. the show Words. Great lineup. And then if you're in Bushwick, also in Brooklyn, come to uh, Gotham City Lounge on the 18th. Hell, yeah. And uh, another wonderful lineup, plus Marvel's Capcom and Pool. And now come on stage, please put your hands here for John Smith! Yes! 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 Yes!
Hello, hello, hi. Max the Devil. How's it going? Uh, it's like reboots, remakes, remixes. What you got? Um, so I've been like racking my brain this entire time. I'm not a huge, like, uh, like, I'm not super fond of remakes because a lot of times I think they're not as good. I think they pick, the, late, especially lately, they've been picking things that were like, did well in the time that they were and are considered very classic. Like, I don't, like, if you're going to do something different with it, like, make it an all-women's Ghostbusters, fine with that. You know, that's cool. They're doing something a little bit different. You don't just have to say that because I'm here. <laughs> no, no. I, like, listen, I'm taking a very brave stance and saying I like women. You're very They're brave. nice. <laughs> no, uh, but no, uh, like, they're remaking Heathers right now as a TV show. And like, the problem with Heathers isn't that it didn't have cell phones. Like, it's not like, like, and like, they're also like kind of doing it. Like, it, well, first off, like Heathers has a bite to it that it won't have now because it just can't. In the era of school shootings, Heathers doesn't exist as a movie. Oh, it's true. Shit, it's 100% true. Um, and now, and they're also trying to make it like um, very. Um, they're trying to market it to like, uh, like, like Tumblr teens, basically. So they're having it. They're trying to have like this magic diverse cast. Not that having a diverse cast is magic, but there's just like it's a very hyper realistic cast. And then people like the people that they were marketing to were like, so now you basically made it a show about killing minorities because all. All of the Heathers are minorities. <laughs> and you're just like, hmm, okay, yeah. But, um... It's like they're backfired, the, the incentives is backfired. Yeah, and so I think that, like, the, the really good remakes pick shit that was not good or had, like, a good concept but not the, like, ability to, like, pull it off in a good way. Like what? Um, so I'm going to list two movies that I can't actually talk about because I haven't seen them, but I just know they're good. John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, yeah. Great, great. The Fly. Oh, great. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, here's one I can actually talk about. Uh, actually pulled from the same kind of era of movies, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so yes. glad you brought that up. Yeah, I love Little Shop of Horrors, and uh, I've seen the play. I have the uh, like the original Blu-ray with the original like Frank Oz ending. Uh -huh. Do you know that ending? Oh yeah. 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 It's a bummer. Tell yeah. it for the, the listeners. If Tell you them. have never seen the original ending of Little Shop of Horrors, the plants win. Everybody dies. There's a final uh, like song called "Don't Feed the Plants," yeah. in which giant space plants destroy the world. <laughs> But like, uh, Audrey gets eaten, and then uh, uh, Seymour tries to like run into Audrey too to save her and gets eaten himself. Yeah. yeah. And it's a fucking great movie. I love that movie, it has great songs, and that's the other thing, they made it a musical. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they also did remake Heathers into a musical, yeah. and that's very popular, but it also like stays pretty faithful to the original. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't know, I've never, I've never listened to that soundtrack, because, I don't know. Did you ever see the original Little Shop of Horrors with like Jack? It's Nicholson, public domain. It? Do you know it's public domain? Oh, really? Yeah, really? the regular Little Shop of Horrors, anybody can just grab at it. Well, let's just run it right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it right now. Yeah, protect it. <laughs> That's going to be like our theme song from now yeah. on. It's just um, the dialogue from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're going to be Audrey, right? Please. You're going to be Audrey, right? But not from the 80s version because that's copyright protected. It yeah. just has to be the original, original one. Yes. So you're going to be like, I'm that's a plant right and there. I will eat your blood. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has to talk in that uh, like 1950s movie hey. voice. 
Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter here? Like that, that kind of... Is there a, a movie you would want to get remade? Um, okay. I feel like this audience isn't going to understand why, but I want to remake the gem movie that originally that came out a couple oh, years ago. Oh, yeah. I have a strong emotional connection to Gem the series. Uh, uh, my sister and I, like, my sister is a bit older than me, and that's how I, like, knew Gem when I was younger. And then when she went to college, she ordered, like, she found, like, bootleg VHSs of it on uh, eBay. And then she would come home, and we would just hang out with her, and we would watch all these old tapes, and we just became this, like, we started to love it to the point of, like, when I got into college, my friends and I would go over there, and we'd start, like, drink to it and stuff. We have a lot of thoughts about Gem. Yes! And there was a day like where I sat down with like two other people and we just figured out what we would do in a gem movie. And there'd be time travel involved. Yeah. Because if you've never watched Gem the series, shit gets real bonkers. And by the end, they're traveling to Shangri-La to find a new sound. It's a weird cartoon. It's great. I love this idea. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so time travel. Uh, I, I didn't know about this, but apparently at the end of the like last or the the, the, the gem movie, Kesha shows up as as one of the members of the Misfits as a uh, as a uh, shit. I can't. Uh, but it's, I can't remember her name. I can only remember Stormer. It doesn't matter. Pizzazz. She shows up as Pizzazz. And honestly, I will keep Kesha as Pizzazz because Kesha's fine. That's great. Fucking. And one of those Z's is actually just the money sign. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but like you just have them time travel out of the 80s. It's like a fish out of water thing uh, because Gem disappeared, uh, like music fell apart and the music industry is now what it is now. I think you just, As in, like, there's no money in it anymore. I think you just uh, described the plot of Bill and Ted. Yes, uh, oh, yeah. I will. Yeah. What, yes, well, fuck yeah. I, Yo, uh, Bill and Ted crossover with Jam. Yes, absolutely. More Keanu Reeves and everything. <laughs> I, I, honestly, every now and then, Keanu Reeves and uh, other guy from Bill and Ted, whose name I can never <laughs> Station. Um, <laughs> Uh, they threatened to make Bill and Ted 3. They threatened to make uh, Bill and Ted 3, and I want that to happen so badly because they just want to do it that, like, they never fulfilled the prophecy and they're just, like, exactly as old as, the, as they are now and just losers still. And, and I really want that to exist. Who would be... George Carlin. They've they already said they would just not. They would. Yeah, he's yeah. Because somebody said like, oh, would you try to recast George Carlin's role? They're like, fuck no. Yeah, we can't. Of course not. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But uh, like, uh, nothing's better than like, I love the second Bill and Ted movie. Uh, Yeah. It is next level bonkers. (laughs) 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 But like. Like, I just wanted, like, whoever made Station Up, I want to meet that person and just be like, what were you doing? The answer is cocaine, but there, like, it's just like, there's, there are four different robot Bill and Ted's in that movie. Yeah. That's great. Sorry. There's no joke to that. I just like that movie. I just am very fond of that movie. Uh, all right. We got anywhere all the time. Is there anything you want to promote upcoming shows on Instagram, Twitter? Um, I'm an artist. You can see my stuff online. Uh, you can message me about commissions at Vox the Devil. V-O-X the Devil. Yes. yes. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands again for Mr. Gray Gray. Yay. He loves books.
talking about reboots, remixes, re uh, remakes. What you got? Mm. What do you mean? <laughs> You're kind of a, a reboot of Mike. Right? You're not Mike. No. I but said you are again. wearing his sweater. I would always wear his sweater. I would I would wear his beard if I could grow it. Yeah? Wouldn't Maybe. it be great if Mike shaved his beard and he just looked like you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Uh, I don't like uh, reboots. Mm. They're bad. Always. Uh, like, if you can't be inventive enough to create a new thing that's pretty... Like, be Lion King. Right? Don't do Hamlet 2. Hamlet 2 was good. Just say Hamlet 2? I actually like to say that Lion King was kind of a ripoff of uh, Kimba, the white lion. Yeah. Which is a Swedish cartoon. Sure, but it's all a ripoff of Shakespeare, right? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I like the Crimea River remix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With 50 Cent. It's good. Very good. What do you think is the most egregious reboot? Yeah. Mm. All of them. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't have one in particular. I I tend I don't see a reboot unless I hear that it's good, right? Like are all the Spider-Man ones were dog shit? I guess they were bad. Uh, Homecoming was, was good. Yes. Fuck. This whole <laughs> argument's falling apart. <laughs> Homecoming was good. Mm. Was that not a reboot? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's a reboot. It's a... Actually, Amazing Spider-Man was really good, too. Civil War was dog shit, though. No, Amazing Spider-Man was way dog shit. It was terrible. What? Amazing Spider-Man 2 was dog shit. Amazing also dog shit. There's dog shit. There's enough Spider dog shit. Spider-Man the 90s all. cartoon was the best one. Yeah. It was very good. I'll say this. I've seen a dog eat dog shit, and then it shit out that dog shit. That was dog shit. <laughs> that was a dog shit reboot. <laughs> It's late in the mic, but we all know what the fuck's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, which do dog? I'm upset. What's your favorite cover song? Favorite cover? Uh, probably Nirvana doing Lead Belly. Uh, where'd you sleep last night? But Lead Belly's better still. Midnight, Midnight Special. Have y'all heard fucking John Fogarty do Midnight Special? Yes. Bullshit. Terrible. It's so bad. I mean, just next to Lead Belly, why would you... <laughs> Lead Belly did it right. There's no reason to do it again. Just listen to Lead Belly again. You know what's a good re a remake of a song? Is uh, I Will Always Love You from Whitney Houston. Oh, that's a remake. Martin, that's nice. Bony Bear does a nice. Um, I can't make you love me. That's oh, it's very, very beautiful. Yeah, it's very yeah. pretty. So that that's a good one though. Yeah. Right? That's a yeah. Good. I'm not dogmatic, but uh, everyone's wrong except me. <laughs> uh, they, there's a word they're gonna reboot the Matrix. Are you excited about that? Sure. <laughs> Matrix is good. I, I just feel like if they did it right, why why do it again? I, I still watch The Matrix. Do I need another Matrix? But did you watch, did you watch the other two in the franchise? Yeah, I still watch them all three. So they, they did those two right? They did them fine. It's a callback. He was paying attention. Oh yeah, that fine thing too. Y'all are so wrong. You can say, you, fine can be good. That's a fine ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a fine ass man, woman. Jesus was great. Though. Jesus is fucking great. God damn, you don't like Jesus? 
Plus, all right, if he stole from Travis Scott for Yeezus, that's not what Kanye's still doing. Life of Pablo sounds nothing like Yeezus. So all this Kanye hatred is remake bullshit that I hate, and I'm just mad at everyone. <laughs> How do you feel about Taylor Swift? Uh... I don't have a particular problem with Taylor Swift. I think it is uh, disturbing that my beautiful dark twisted fantasy wasn't nominated for the Grammy and Taylor Swift won the Grammy on her first album. That's upsetting in a core way. I'm gonna hurt someone right now. Well, uh, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. It's me. I'm sorry. Not you. It'll be Tyler. <laughs> Great. Do you have anything, uh, if anything you want to promote upcoming shows, Instagram, Twitter, what do you got? Nah. Nice. <laughs> right, everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We only have uh, two heroes left. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, put your hands together for Eric Heredia. Yeah. What's going on, guys? Uh, yeah. I'm kind of on the Greg Weight tip. I'm not too fond of many remakes. Oh, can I remind you guys, we do not speak of uh, Will Smith here at the Creek. Oh. All right, just a friendly reminder. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah, I'm not too fond of remakes. For those uh, of you listening at home, we have spoken about him many times. I know. We'll uh, go back and edit that out. <laughs> you had to reboot Will Smith. <laughs> Who was He's still alive. And he's still kicking like a motherfucker. Real Smith will reboot Real Smith at some point. And he's been trying so hard for like a while. I feel so sad. Did you see Bright? Yeah. Nah. I saw the commercials for it, like in between whatever I was watching on YouTube. I don't know if it's because everybody said it was uh, terrible, but I watched it and it was pretty good. No, no, no. Uh, it's bad. Mm, it's really bad. It looked mm, on. That's a uh, Florida opinion. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it was very like niche market. Um, I don't, I don't think I, I think they just run like too many reboots just run too close together generationally. So it, it, like it's hard for me to argue with my daughter about like how dope my Ninja Turtles was when her Ninja Turtles just visually look so much doper than my Ninja Turtles. I love that. It's got no substance whatsoever, but like my Ninja Turtles look like they're playing like Chubby Bunny with pizza. And I can't fight that. They got really sharp edges nowadays and they do really intricate shit. I can't argue with that. Hell yeah. It's okay. a lost cause. I just don't like that aspect though. We need to put gaps in this. They, uh, they rebooted the Ninja Turtles in like early 2000s. And that TV show was amazing. Yeah. It was really good. I just feel like I'm losing my childhood because, like, Star Wars, prime example. Uh huh. Four, five, six, for the time, fucking visually amazing, even. You can't knock that. They put out this new whack shit. Well, not new anymore. But, like, they put out this new whack shit. And I can't look at my used to be dope stuff like with the same eyes. And then yours is so fluffy that I can't appreciate any of it to some extent. And that's where I feel you're tearing down walls with this shit. I don't know. You, I mean, you accepted as four, five, six, where you could seriously like take it like balls to the oh, wall. Just go and be like, one, Those two, are one, two, and three. Word. Yeah, but I'm not invested enough. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm a very visual individual. I got four eyes for a reason. Um, and so I just that, lost it. The way I give a pass to that. Like you were just talking about, like one, two, and three, the prequels, is that they all look like shiny and fancy. It's because four, five, six is after the empire is after the. Crime. I get it, but like, I, like even in that arc where like it gets technically shittier, 
Whatever, it, it's still visually whack compared to like what they put out CGI shit is ridiculous. I do want to say because like uh, I'm big Indiana Jones guy. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. once, uh, the first three look about the same, but as soon as we jump at the Kingdom of the it just Soul, gets weird. It's hard to digest. The color scheme is off. There's more CGI, whereas before there was no CGI. It's, yeah, there's that weirdness. To yeah, I just want like original content is always amazing. Like. Like millennium, millenniums, right? I heard that shit's like on Univision and like all that other shit, like Telemundo, right? HBO, you're on HBO too? Yeah, we're on it. Yeah, like it's fucking amazing. Original content, just put it out. Let's get this world popular. They're, they're all like jokes and swingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mike Gill told me in confidence once, right? This is how much you pride himself at TBS on original see, see, content. All right, go ahead and tell everybody listen to yeah, put that on the internet. Like in the world of TBS, right? Uh-huh. So how much greatness that they wish, <laughs> wish to promote when it comes to original content. He once held a little kid by his ankle outside of a private TBS plane because the little kid even suggested bringing back Animaniacs. Uh-huh. That's fucking pride, dude. They, uh, they actually are bringing back Animaniacs. I know, man. Are you insinuating wow. that Mike Guild is like a TBS version of like Suge Knight? <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to make it right. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm disappointed in that. Like, how are you gonna bring Hello Nurse? Like, it's one of those weird, like, you're trying to fit it. Like, that only existed back you then. You just have to make sure she's... You just have to make sure it she's is, hello like, back. Times are, ch- times are different. Times are different. That's one of those things like, they could reboot... Uh, could they reboot, like, Animal House? No! Cause, cause yes! <laughs> yes, they could! That's just, like, date rape the movie. Yeah, no. It's gonna be a completely Old different school. movie. It's gonna be a completely different Old movie. School. Old school. Old uh, school. And that's what, unfortunately, I don't like about it. Neighbors was the... What was that guy yeah. from? Yeah. That's unfortunately what Neighbors I like. Do it. Neighbors 2? Sorority Wars. Sorority uh, <laughs> House Bunny? House Bunny? Uh, uh, Pitch Perfect, even? Is There's like a bunch. They, that's the thing, it's like it's so 50 50. I just think that if we. Generationally, if we spread it out a little bit more, we wouldn't be pressed on just trying to like one up the last shit. Because we always get do overs on like remakes. We yeah, could just yeah. try again all the time. Eric, is there a time you've had to reinvent yourself? I'm still trying to find myself. So, like, once I find like the, the, the X on the map, then I'll change some shit. Nice. Right? All right uh, Eric, do you have anything you want to promote? Upcoming shows? Yeah, uh, catch Not Me out on Millenniums. It's on <laughs> HBO and Showtime and all that dope shit. Amazon, definitely. Go check it out on Amazon and the web. And let's keep putting it out there, guys. Yeah! And now, ladies and gentlemen, our final uh, hero, if he's here, he might not be here. I don't think I see a recognized this person. Put your hands together for Omar Hamai. No, no! Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, that's it! We got to the whole night! Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's been a fun time. Sarah, did you have a good time? Yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much, Will. Uh, Sarah, do you have anything you want to promote? Upcoming shows on Instagram, uh, Twitter. Got? Uh, just follow me on Twitter, please, please, please. It's yeah. at Sarah Comedy, but it, with a K. So Sarah K-Omedy. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm Matt William A. Watkins. Hit us up on uh, at Zeros on Heroes. Uh, follow us on Insta, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff, as well as uh, Podbean and uh, iTunes. All right, let's do everything. Sarah, go ahead. Have a good night. Yeah. This is where Mike puts in some music.